Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You see how a written, like, understanding when we're talking about thousands of dollars might be a good idea? And, you know, the writing doesn't have to be like a formal contract or anything. It just should be in writing so no one's confused. So it could be an email. It could be a text. It could be a recording of your conversation. It could be anything. This is the plaintiff, Beverly Jean Russell. She says she hired the defendant to be her weekly gardener. And shame on this man for taking advantage of a single woman. He didn't do what he was paid for. She's not going to allow him to rip her off. And she's suing for the return of $1,521.68. This is the defendant, Raul Prado. He says, there are some people in this world who can never be satisfied, and the plaintiff is definitely one of them. Bottom line, he performed the required services for the plaintiff. She was happy and paid him, and he's not returning a thing. He's accused of being a pain in the grass. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Yes, the People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Ms. Russell, tell me what happened. What was it you hired the defendant to do for you? What is your understanding? Because you didn't have a written contract with him, correct? No, we don't. Okay. We did not. So according to you, what was he supposed to do and for how much money? There were three things, items he was supposed to do. The parkway, I had... What's the parkway? What you call a parkway is what? The parkway is the area at the curb, the grass, the five feet wide, um, and it can be the different The swale, like after a sidewalk and before the street, is that what you're talking about? That is correct. Okay, so- We call it a you, parkway. You, that's fine, so you hired him, we call it a swale where I'm from, but so you hired him to do the parkway. What else did you hire him to do according to you? The back wall. What the to ba- the back wall? A, to trim it. Do you, trim okay, the, you the can't foliage. trim a wall. So you mean the, 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 foliage the foliage that is in front of the back wall. And what is the third thing you hired him to do? It's to take out a palm tree. Okay. That, those are the three things you hired him to do. And that the work correct. on the parkway was what? To um, lay new sod or grass. Okay. And to correct the sprinklers. What was wrong with the sprinklers? The sprinklers were watering in the street. Okay. Okay. And it was causing a problem. We don't have good drainage, so I'd have to push the water out. Okay. Um, Ms. Russell, how much were you going to pay him to do these three things? He called the price. I didn't. How much did you agree to pay him to do these three things? $1,500. Okay. Mr. Prado, 
Is she correct that this is what you were supposed to do for the $1,500? The Parkway, Les Nussades, replace the sprinklers or or fix the sprinklers because they're hitting the street. The the foliage in the back, against the back wall, trim it and remove the palm tree. Is she correct that that's the circle of things that you were supposed to do? Because I don't have a written contract, so I don't know. Only the 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 one thing here is we're never talking about the grass. We're just talking only to fix the sprinklers because okay. the sprinklers somebody somebody installed the sprinklers and they still like four inches over the 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 concrete. So what happened when the people walk? Of course they hit it and broke it. Okay. That's only, we not we know we're never talking about the salt. Only we need to fix the sprinkler. Okay, so you disagree with her, and according to you, you weren't supposed to lay new sod, you were just supposed to fix the sprinklers. Only fix the sprinklers. Okay, so we have two different versions. Now, what happens, Ms. Russell, because I know you paid them the $1,500. They worked there, they removed the palm tree, they cut down the, the foliage, and according to you, they do not do the sprinklers or lay down new sod in the parkway. So why do you pay the $1,500? When I got the $1,500, I did 13 of it in a cashier's check and $200 cash. The cash was to buy the supplies. I text him. Yep, then why um, did that, you go ahead and pay in full if you were unhappy and they didn't do the we full had, job? Because we had also been scheduled. I had talked to him about a permanent gardener and he was supposed to come back on Wednesday. Did she hire you to be t- her permanent gardener, Mr. Prado? Yes, we, we're talking about that. Okay, so she says that you were supposed to come back the next Wednesday. Did you come back the next Wednesday? No, because before, after the, the time, uh, she called me and, and uh, she told me, I want my 550 back. So I'm a star, uh, I talked to her, what happened? Say, no, you need to put install a new grass and everything. Say, no, we're never talking about the grass. I, we're just talking you about the You see how a written, sprinklers. like, understanding when we're talking about thousands of dollars might be a good idea? And, you know, the writing doesn't have to be, like, a formal contract or anything. It just should be in writing so no one's confused. So it could be an email. It could be a text. It could be a recording of your conversation. It could be anything. that So both sides are very clear on what the contract is. I'm giving up 1500 and you're going to give me X for that. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm saying that to both sides. If you're going to part with $1,500, get it in writing. And I'm saying that to you, too, as a businessman. But then we, go, we don't go through the trouble of getting it in writing. Oh, but we go through some trouble after that, Ms. Russell. When he won't refund $550, what is it you do? I'd like to make a comment about the writing. You're absolutely correct. Generally, dealing with the gardeners, um, things are done kind of on oral understanding. Totally, but pain. generally, okay. it's not $1,500. That's a big, de- that's I, a big deal. That a $1,500 deal that's is why- different. According to your complaint, the first thing you do is drive out to his house to confirm that that is his house. How did you confirm it? The truck. So I you literally drove 24 miles round trip to be able to see the truck out there that you recognized. Okay. Um, that is correct. Then, according to you, you were a retired IRS agent? Yes. Okay. So let's talk about what you did in order to recover the money that you feel you were due. You drove 98 miles total because you drove to his house several times. You drove to court and you got it wrong two times. One time you didn't 
I forgot the check. Okay. And then the second time, what happened? You put the, the wrong zip, zip code. code. I, right. You're actually suing him for your mileage for getting those things wrong. That, that sounds crazy. I shouldn't right. have been there anyway. Well, okay. But every time you do something wrong, someone else doesn't have to pay. But you're not, you haven't come to court to sue for $550 that you feel you're owed. You've, you're suing for that. You're suing for your gas mileage. You're suing for $15.99 that you paid to the Yellow Page site. You're suing for the the tip, which was a six pack of beer and three chocolate bars, right? Excuse me, it was a case of beer. How did you buy a case of beer for six for seventeen seventy nine? They were on sale. It was a Memorial Day weekend, oh. and they were drinking on the site. They had brought beer with them, so and I said well, that'd be a good tip. Wh- when were they drinking was. on the site? It was. Um, they came about nine in the morning. So they were having breakfast beer. Up. I don't know when they drank them. I just know when I saw them. You saw them and at I night. Told them I, okay. I like saw that, them a little bit later. That would get yeah. me worried that they're working on, you know, with chainsaws <laughs> and stuff. But in any event, but you're also suing for the cost to install new sprinklers and new grass, a quote that you got from someone else. So, you know, you're double dipping there by suing twice. All right, Mr. Prado, what happens? Tell me yes. how things go south with Ms. Russell after she demands the money, what 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 did she say to you or do to you, according to you? She only she always uh, always uh, complain about the the grass installation. That's the point we never talking about. We just only talking about to fix the sprinkler. Okay. So when I finish, I snap the door, and she come over and say, "Well, we finished. You want you want to?" She see paid it? you in full. Yes. When did she pay you in full? After the job was done or before? After the job is done. Because okay. We and then the around. first time, according to you, the first time you hear the complaint is when? Uh, like, I think one week uh, after. Okay. Or two so weeks now after, no, here's my question to you. According to you, she threatened you. What did she threaten you with? Yes. She, she came into my house. I'm bringing this, this letter. You have a copy? Yes. Yes, she bring one letter for me and one for my wife. Uh, I don't know. You can read the the. the I demand the my money back now or finish the work. If not, I will sue you. Seven hundred and fifty. This is five hundred and fifty plus my gas and court fees, my tip, a case of beer, <laughs> and to pay another gardener for work you didn't. Pay. I want my money now today. You will not cheat me out of my money. I was very nice to you. A case of beer and chocolate. On June first, I will start working on your personal and business affairs. First, I will report you and your wife to the IRS. Unreported income, investigate the house. What are you talking about, unreported income? Like, how do you know what he reports and what taxes he files, Ms. Russell? From experience. Oh, everyone's a tax cheat? Property tax office. Who pays this how? Where's the money coming from? Franchise tax board. Department of Immigration. The whole family and friends. (laughs) Okay. What evidence do you have that there's an immigration violation here? And more importantly, do you, are you aware that in the state of California, it is a crime to try to extort someone threatening their immigration status? Ma'am, mm. I was very angry. Okay. He yeah. had beat me out of my money. And let me say something. Kind of bad idea. We never had a Small conversation. Small claims court. The court is going to ask you about your licenses and permits for your business. Am I? Because you didn't. So if it's good enough for you, why wouldn't it be good enough for me? I have the IRS. Oh, now you're threatening to have the IRS investigate him. How is someone that pays no taxes? How dare you? Why? Because he has a Spanish surname. What makes you say he's a gardener? What make a landscaper? What makes you say he pays no taxes? Do you pay taxes, Mr. Prado? Yes, I have a proof. You okay, wanna... like, so where do you come off saying that to him? 
What kind of like it incredibly had to do biased with his surname? Oh sir. no! Oh no! No! Hmm. I don't know. Immigration. The whole family and <laughs> friends. She's gonna find all your friends and turn them all into La Migra. All right. Here, Ms. Russell, here's where we are. It's a contracts case. To come into court and prove that someone violated the terms of the contract, you have to be able to prove what the contract was and then prove that they didn't do one of the elements of the contract. You claim that replacing all the sod was included. He claims it wasn't. You have zero proof to support your claim that it was part of the contract. So, no. I am not going to order him to return 550 and much less 1,341.68 because you haven't sustained your burden of proving that sod was included in the original contract because you haven't pointed to one shred of proof that sod was included in the original contract. You say it was, he says it wasn't. So uh, in this case, I find that you haven't sustained your burden of proof and I rule in favor of the defendant. Isn't that a trip? Can I say something? Well, the plaintiff failed to prove her case. She has lost. She wants to say something. Ms. Russell, here's your opportunity. What did you want to say? First of all, when we're dealing with these gardeners, we generally never get anything in writing. They're oral contracts. I mean, that's um, customary in the industry. Um, that's a fact. He's not telling the truth. Now, She's mad about that letter because I was hot when I wrote that letter because I felt I had been very kind to him. Ms. Russell, I'm not here to solve your, your dispute. The judge found this against is amazing. you she didn't have a contract, and that's it. I'm oh, sorry. It's amazing. Let's see what Mr. Prado has to say. Mr. Prado, how do you feel about the outcome of this case? Well, I, I feel happy, but I feel uh, really uncomfortable because from now, I, I, I learned I, I was in Gardner for 30 years. I never had any problem with nobody. Uh, it's my first time to something like this happen. I'm gonna get experience on this. So from now, like the judges, maybe by email, my write a paper or by text or something. From now, I get this bad experience. Um, you know, I'm feel really, really, really bad about the, well, look, this misunderstood. You've prevailed in the case, and you've learned a lesson if you put it down in writing. Next time, get it in writing, and then you won't have this problem. Okay, very good. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this case. Harvey, very interesting indeed. Well, Doug, this is another example where when you hire somebody to perform a service, you should at least map out the scope of the job. Was there supposed to be sod replacement? you put it in writing and it doesn't have to be a formal contract do it in a text or an email but establish before the job is done exactly what is supposed to be done you call a company and a recording says this call may be recorded for quality and training purposes does that give license to also record the call without disclosing that you know they tell you at the front end of the call presumably because they want to make sure they've covered their bases and give you a chance to bail if you don't really want to talk and be recorded. Yeah, I mean, they're already warning you that you're right. going to be recorded. They don't need right. to warn you again that you're going to be recorded. Right. So it's, so it's all on the up and up. But I mean, you who have spent uh, about a third of your adult life in mortal combat with customer <laughs> service on the telephone, right? Constantly. All right. Uh, you know, you, you probably hear these voices in your head constantly. Am I right? I do. I do. <laughs>
Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Jamar Grimsley. He says he broadcasts a daily ministry sermon online and ordered a big five-foot background from the defendant sign company. And the inept guy printed the words backwards. He wants a full refund. The defendant refuses and also refuses to fix it. So he's suing him for the $200 he's owed. This is the defendant Ali Ahmed. He says it took him three days to make this backdrop. The plaintiff signed off on the proof and is now complaining the words appear backwards when he takes photos of himself with his phone. That's not his problem. He made no mistakes and owes this guy nothing. He's accused of mixing things up. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. The plaintiff says he hired the defendant to provide a backdrop for his ministry TV show, and the guy didn't do the job he was supposed to do. But the defendant says the plaintiff approved the proof, signed off on the work, and he owes nothing. It's the case of what would God think? Thank you, Douglas. Okay, Mr. Grimsley and Get Right With God Ministries, you are suing Ali Ahmed, for a sign that he made you that you say he made incorrectly. Talk to me. What happened? Okay, Your Honor. On the 21st of July, I um I went to take my car to a Bridgestone Firestone place where they, you know, my air conditioner had went out. And so I took it there. You know, I noticed a shop across the street. Um, It was called... Uh, you don't need to tell me the name. It's the defendant's company. So you walk outside, you're killing some time, and you find the defendant's company, and you order the sign. What is the problem with the sign? Is it the sign that's behind Wait, your back right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. And so what's your complaint about the sign? You, you, they, were, they charged you $200 to do the sign, and what's wrong with yes. it? Okay, um, I told them exactly how I wanted it, and I showed them the videos of me. I'm a preacher online, so I preach online. So I showed them the videos of just a blank wall, and I said, people watch me. You know, I do it from my phone, and people just watch me on live. And um, I said I wanted to try with a, you know, I wanted a backdrop of the ministry name and the ministry logo behind me. Okay. So that the people that's watching would be able to see it. Okay. You know, to see it straight. But after everything happened, it's, it just turns out that it's it's backwards. It's backwards. And so. But it's not right I'm, now. I'm looking at you and it's not backwards. Well, Your Honor, um, you're looking at it from like when you use when you're using a front camera, it's different because the people are watching you. So when you're looking at it and you're looking straight at it with the regular back camera as if you're taking a selfie, it's different. The angle is different. It's not you a matter of I mean? the angle. It's completely reversed if you got one camera versus the other camera. If you switched your phone backwards and you couldn't see yourself, um, then it would tape correctly, right? So you want to be uh, able to act. Well, what do you mean? You When you tape yourself in order to, to I'm, I'm looking for, 
I wanted to see some video. Before you make the decision, before you make the decision, take it back to God, right? Take it back to God and make sure that it's him that's okay for you to do it. Okay, so you tape yourself how? You tape yourself with your telephone? Yes. And uh -huh. just like you, you are seeing, just like if I were to take a selfie, you are, you are taping it not with the camera facing you, but with the front facing, you know, the front of the phone facing you so that you can see how you look. Yes. Yeah. That's why it's you the, need. The that's why you need the sign reversed. You need. You need it actually reversed if you want to be able to do it that way. So you call him and and uh, you, Mister Ahmed. What do you tell him when he tells you the problem? He. I ask him on the phone. He said, "Okay, he he would rather show it to me." So he came to the shop, he, and he told me that the f numbers are coming reverse. So that surprised me. I say, "Well, let me see how it comes in reverse." So he showed me a video. It was coming reverse. So I took a video at the same time in the shop. They were coming right. I said, well, did, if there's anything wrong with the banner, I will be happily redo it. But I send you the proof. You okayed it. Now you should know your details and the specification how it, you need it to be. That was your problem, not my problem. You gave me the specification that you want a backdrop where you can film. When you videotape it, now I have no idea whether you are videotaping in front camera or back camera. Right. And obviously he did not do it either because somebody from the audience told him that it is coming reverse. Okay. So now here's my question to you. When he told you, did you offer to make him a new sign at a discounted price because you already had, you know... Yes, I uh, did offer him to make him a, dis uh, a, a discounted price. A new sign at what price? To make a new sign. At what price? At a 50% off. Yeah. At a 50% off. I am conferring with God right now, and I feel pretty good about my decision. You know, the problem here is not that there's something wrong with the sign. You okayed exactly the sign that's behind your, your noggin right now. The problem is not up to him to figure out how you can best video yourself. You've got to order the sign exactly the way you need it for the way that you want to do it. All you got to do is reverse the phone and tape, your, tape yourself without seeing yourself. But if you don't want to do that, then you're going to need to order a reverse sign. Did he offer to you to do it at a 50% decrease? Not 50%. I think it was like 20% off. All right. You want to, you want to offer to do it for him for a 50% decrease? Because don't, you don't have to, isn't part of the work already done? So you can just reverse it on your computer and print it out? Yes. All right. So will you do it for yeah, him yeah. For, for a 50% decrease? Yes, I can. Okay. Well, here's what's happening, Mr. Grimsley. It's not going so well for you. So would you like to settle this case by agreeing to have him do it for you at a 50% decrease? Or would you like me to just rule on whether you're entitled to a full refund? Ayanna, may I say something first, please? I, I, I you can, I, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Like I said, you see the plain one that you showed me the first time, the plain one, right? So that's exactly what I showed them how I wanted, and I told them that the people watch me. Right. But it's not about reversing. 
It's, yeah, it's not about I got, the person. It's when him. you watch this case on television, you will totally understand because I'm looking at you throughout this whole trial with the sign saying exactly what it's supposed to say the way it's supposed to say it. So if you needed something special because of the way you tape it, then you need to get the special thing. It's not that he did the wrong sign. He, You asked for something. He showed you a proof. You approved the proof. So should I just rule against you or did you want to settle this by him? making you another sign reversed at 50% off. It's up to you. I guess we can do it with the 50%. Yeah. Off, You're picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> All right. No, I just say I can't, I can't use this one. So it's kind well, of Well, like you could week, if you, know? you taped a different way than the one you're choosing. So when will you have that new sign that's the reverse for him, Mr. Ahmed? Okay. I can have it by Friday. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, and then I want to hear you preaching by Friday with that reverse (laughs) sign. I'm going to look to you when I need some guidance on how to make a decision. I am looking to you to give me that guidance so I feel good about it. All right, gentlemen, good luck to both of you. Thank you. So the judge works out an arrangement and the uh, the plaintiff is going to get a new deal, a new sign just for 100 bucks. Uh, Let's talk to Mr. Ahmed first. Mr. Ahmed, it's not going to be that hard for you to do. Actually, fairly simple, isn't it? No, the hard work is done. Like the graphics are all done, so all I got to do is reverse the sign and reprint it. What do you think about the judge working out this deal, kind of negotiating a deal for him with you? <laughs> How do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel good about it that the judge exactly knows that what he was talking about and what I was talking about. She knows it. Uh, she uh, she did the right thing. Okay, very good. All right, Mr. Grimsley, you're going to get what you need. Going to cost you 100 bucks. How about that? Okay, it is what it is. So, gotta accept it, right? So, I, I, she, her ruling was fair. All right, congratulations. Glad you're happy. Good luck. <laughs> All right, Harvey, how about that? So, Doug, this is an example of a customer having responsibility to inform the person that customer hires about exactly what goes around the work. In this case, there were cameras that the plaintiff never even mentioned. It is the customer's responsibility to make sure the defendant fully understands before the work starts. What proof do you need to see in court to add diminished value to a damage award for a car crash? It's interesting because not very many people sue for the diminished value of the car. Isn't it interesting that Uh most people don't do that? And there's certainly a diminished value to your car after a car crash. So the way you prove that is the way you'd prove anything. You'd need to have a qualified expert who right. knows what they're talking about. You can't just whine. Right. You have to be no, able to show less. that right. how much less it is worth in order to be able to get that in court. So some kind of car appraiser. Right. Most of us have been in that situation where if you have a car and you're going to trade it in on something else, you bring it to the dealership. They'll ask you. The first question accident. they ask you, has it ever been hit? Well, sometimes they won't even ask you that. They'll just take the VIN and boom, they run boom, it. Boom, car facts. Oh, Get the car oh, facts. Well, right. well, you know, well, I can only give you a wholesale value right. for this yeah. car. Right, we got to right. take it. We got to drag it down to the auction in Peoria and we hope we'll be able to sell right. it. But we probably right. can't. We're going to be stuck with it. So then all right. of a sudden. You got to pay me to take it. You owe us money. But. Yeah, so it, you're going to yeah, get... You, you're going to need an expert to testify about it. And um, and yes, you are entitled to it in any case where you can prove it. This is the plaintiff, Charles Zaruba. He says he hired the defendant to make him a boat cover. 
He's been waiting four months for the thing to be completed, and he feels that's long enough. His patience has worn thin, and he's now suing for the return of his $500 down payment. This is the defendant, Karen. She says she has the boat cover sewn and ready to install. But her installer lost a child and was mourning the death, and the plaintiff's job was slightly delayed. She did all this work for the plaintiff already, and doesn't think it's fair he's now trying to back out of their deal. She's accused of being a landlubber. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that he hired the defendant to make him a boat cover. Four months later, no boat cover, and he's sick of it and wants a refund. The defendant says she got a little backed up and the plaintiff needs to be a little more patient. It's the case of this boat, don't float. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Zaruba, you are suing uh, Ms. Karen from ABC Canvas. Tell me why you're suing them. They never completed the job. What'd you hire them for? To make me a approximately a six by nine cockpit cover. It's a cover that covers my windshield and the and my uh, seats up front to protect the dashboard and my seats from weather. Okay. She said uh, she could do the job, and I told her I was in not no hurry. I mean, by saying not in a hurry, I mean today or a week or so from now. I give her plenty of leadway. She said she'd get back to me within a week and send somebody out to uh, look at the job to get an estimate of what, what it would cost. So I waited that day, the date that she told me somebody would come out. Nobody ever showed up or called. So I called her back and told her I was very displeased by, by me having to sit around all day waiting for nothing. Nobody called or told me that they wasn't coming. So she apologized and said, well, we'll send somebody out the following day, which they didn't. Why they would you keep working there. with them if they're that irresponsible and they, and they have no respect for your time? I wouldn't give them a third chance. I mean, if they had done that to me. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. The, that's the kind of person I am. So, uh, well, no, you're that. I, I can't help but that makes you the kind of person who we call a litigant. That's not a good no, thing. No. I mean, so a second time. So now a third appointment and what happens? No show, no call. I mean, are they the only canvas people in town in Cape Coral? No, she, she was the uh, closest one to uh, my house. Okay. She was uh, about a mile from my house. Well, it doesn't I do any good because close as they were, they're not showing up. So what happens according to him? So what happens? Finally, someone did come out. And they took uh, measurements and they made a print of the cover that was supposed to be, said they'd be back within a week or so to uh, finalize the, uh, pre the preparedness of the cover, which they never did came back, come back. Then I called again. The person that took the uh, print, she told me that the person who took the pattern, someone had passed away in her family and that she would she would need at least a week to uh, mourn the loss and the burial of the person who passed away in her family. I said, that's well and fine. I could understand that. So a week passed by. I didn't, I didn't receive any call from her. 
letting me know what the problem was. So I called her back and she said she didn't have nobody now to, uh, cause the person didn't get back to her or show up. Okay. Who, who is it you're talking to? Are you talking to Karen all these times or no? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's the only one I communicated with over the phone. Okay. So she, she apologized again and said that she would send somebody else out to do the job. Apparently the, the first person had left her employee. So a per, a, another person came out and he looked at the job and he had a piece of material with him and said, this is all wrong. This will not fit the, the uh, proportions of your boat. I had to take it back and show it to Karen. By now, what month are we in? April. Okay, go on. She told me that uh, he would be out on a such and such a date to make the final print and measurements. Well, he never did come back. So I called her up then and told her, I'm finished with her. I said, you done lied to me too many times. You told me to wait, they're coming, wait, they're coming. Nobody ever showed or came. Okay. So I really got disgusted and so, told her that I'm going to see an attorney. Okay. So in February, you paid a deposit of $450. And in April, two months later, you tell her you've taken too long. Give me my money back. And she won't give it back to you. Right. She said, she said, well, if I refund your money, I would have to take out the cost of the other material. I said, well, I'm sure the material didn't cost $450. And then she also said, I would, I would pay you back, but it would have to be in installments. I said, well, I didn't give you my down payment in installments, so I expect my full amount returned to me. Ms. Karen, why don't you tell me what's going on? Well, basically everything that uh, Charles has said is true. Um, I had a mother and son um, that did the estimate, patterned the cover, the mother sewed it, and we signed an agreement to do the cover on the 17th of February. And on the, by the 28th, it was completely sewn and ready for install. And I would ask Eliana, it's her name, to please call Mr. Zaruba and tell him what time he's going to be there. Next thing I know, I would be getting a call from Mr. Zaruba saying that no one showed. So then I would text and I would leave voicemails. Are these employees of yours or were you farming it out? The subcontractors, subcontractors. See, with COVID, I lost all my employees. So I've just been struggling, trying to get people to come on board. But no one wants to work when they're collecting their unemployment. People don't want to come to work because they're collecting more unemployment than they would get being paid by you. Who knew this was a bad exactly. formula? Who knew that this might cause <laughs> commerce to come to a halt? Right. Yeah. So when I got a hold of this mother and son team, I thought this is terrific. They've got a lot of experience. Um, unfortunately, I didn't know that David was sick even before he was admitted to the hospital. But on March... David is who? The son of the of the mother-son team? Yes. All right. And he was sick and what happened? He passed away? Yes. It, w it wasn't COVID, was it? No. It was organ failure. I'm very sorry to hear that. And so was Mr. Zaruba because he said, okay, let's let's give it some time. And then it's still, according to you, it had been sewn in seven days and it was ready for putting in. Why couldn't you just go pick it up? Because the snaps are installed on the boat for the best fit. Okay, so, and that's not a talent you possess. That's something that you would need to farm out. 
and you couldn't find anybody to work. Right. All right. So, so Ileana was grieving. Then um, I did get another couple to go out. They tried to fit it, and their one side was the top was good, one side was good, and one side is not. And I know that I'd been told that there was something funky that Mr. Zaruba wanted on that one side, but only she would be able to fix it. So I was waiting on her, waiting on her. Are you talking about the grieving mom? Who is she, the grieving mom? Yeah. But here's the thing, like, when is enough enough? You know, uh, you know, there's failures to appear. There's two months. I mean, I understand what you're saying. You're like, hey, I was trying my best. But if your best wasn't good enough, why wouldn't he get his his money back? If you agree, why am I here? Because I didn't have anyone working for me to generate. No, not anyone working. Why you have the money he gave you. Why don't you give it back to him? Because I kept waiting. I kept waiting for Ileana to get it on the boat because she had done, you know, 90% of the work and she was going to want to be paid. And actually when he said, just forget it, I don't want to deal with you. Then a couple of weeks later, I've got notes that he's calling again and asking when we can do the install. So it was just really tragic. So he gave you another chance and what happened with that? I, I heard nothing. I texted and left voicemails every single day. To Ileana? And received, yeah, received nothing. Okay. I I sympathize with your plight. It's not that I don't understand your plight. The question is, who bears Mm -hmm. the cost of this problem? And there is no planet where anybody but you is going to bear the cost of this problem. And Ileana, who did a bunch of work and probably won't get paid. So it's not Ileana's fault. It's not... The government's fault for paying people more to stay home than to work, even though I agree with you on the wisdom of that little little gem. Um, it, but at the end of the day, it's still you got his money. You couldn't abide by your contract. So your impossibility of performance means he gets his money back. It's not on him. He's not going to eat it. Yeah. $450 verdict for the plaintiff. You don't get $50 for time and ma- aggravation, although I like it. I do like it. Um, but nobody's paying me for my time in aggravation, so you don't get it either. That's not really a cause of action. All right, uh, good luck, folks. So the plaintiff's patience ran out. He sued, and he's going to get his money back. He did the right thing. Karen, what are you what are you thinking right now? You can't be surprised at the judge's verdict, are you? No, I'm not. I was just hoping that I could do it in small installments rather than a lump sum. Well, you got to give the 450 bucks back, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. All right. Mr. Zaruba, uh, I, <laughs> the judge said she liked your suing for $50, that extra for, uh, for your patients, but uh, you don't get that. You'll get the 450 back. So is that okay with you? That's fine. Fine. I'm satisfied. All right. Congratulations. Glad you're satisfied. Okay, Doug. So uh, I want to talk about something we talked about a while ago, which is the magic words that when time really matters and a week late is not good enough, you write the words. Time is of the essence in the contract, and that means they have to get it done on the due date. Do you ever have problems with shifting gears from the courtroom to your home or personal life? By treating family or friends like litigants, perhaps? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My mother used to always say, stop, 
I'm not one of your litigants. When I was right. talking to her, she would say, she said that to me for the last 20-something years. Yes. I'm not a defendant in your courtroom. I'm not a defendant. <laughs> but you know, when you're when you are um, in family settings, etc., you you are analytical and you do ask questions just like you do on the show. They're yeah. designed to get to the answer as fast as you can and, have no and, and, and as, as tightly as you can. Like when you grill the kids, if they were for their transgressions, which are usually you know leaving a big mess somewhere, spilling something somewhere, taking your clothes, oh, yeah. which they do all the time. They never take mine. No, my makeup, God. they but, take every, my but, hairbrushes. Right. Drives me crazy. But you know, that's how you think and you try to drill down fast. You know, I guess the worst transgression might have been the time that Sophie stole the car, but other than that. <laughs>